Ladies and gentlemen, it's a brand new year, the year 2019, and this is the first show of the new year. This is a PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast for Friday, January 11th, 2019. I'm your host, Elio Canella, along with... And I'm Ben Pierce, the other half of the Cerebral Palsy Kamikaze Tag Team. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Ben, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, my friend. So, how how, how were your holidays? My holidays were quite interesting because I was sick as a dog. Oh, no. That's not good. (laughs) I have a a funny story to kick off the the New Year. Oh, go ahead. I, I was, I was so out of it and uh, delusional mm-hmm. that I, I was falling asleep in random places. And you didn't start dreaming. You didn't start dreaming of uh, meeting Bobby Lashley and getting a telegraph, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but oddly enough, there were, there were some interesting scenarios that actually turned into real life because I. Uh, so delusional. And in, in, in one such case, I was having a dream in, in which I was convinced that I was having a conversation with um, with Ben from uh, you know WNS, the, infin- the infamous other Ben, mm-hmm. in, in which he was in, informing me that I was now getting paid for. <laughs> oh, for, for, for the work, so... I think that's everyone's dream at the BNFs. So I... No, so the funny, the funny part of that was I woke up convinced that that was reality. You know, and I, I, called, my, I called my brother, and I, I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm now getting paid, blah, 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 right? So then my parents are insisting that she's a contract or whatever. I'm like, what contract? So I, I, I messaged Ben thinking, you know, I'm, let's get the info here. Oh, no. Of course, of course he, he's like, what the hell? And, and then I realized, oh, shit, that was my bad. I made a mistake. You know, but it's, it's just, I have, I have never been that sick to where I'm literally, <laughs> fall, like, it didn't even have to be my, my bed. I, I mean, I would fall asleep while I was trying to brush my teeth. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, you, you win. I have no stories uh, to tell on from the holiday. <laughs> well, no, and then, and then the, the, next, the next day, right, so this is, this is probably the 27th. Okay. I... You know, I get back to Ben, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't messed up or anything. I was just, like, <laughs> really, really sick. He, he probably thought I was drunk and shit on, you know, on uh, Christmas or whatever. But it's just like, oh, shit, this is embarrassing. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was, it was quite, uh, quite the way to, to uh, send out 2018 style. <laughs> right on. Well, my brother came up from Indiana for the holidays. Uh, how was that? 
That was pretty cool. Uh, he came up with the wife, his wife, my niece, and um, yeah, they stayed until about till New Year's Day. They went back home about New Year's Day. Cool. Yeah, and today. And, uh, oh, go ahead. No, and today is her birthday. She's two years old. Ah, well, clearly, clearly, she, she would have to be cuter than you, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, she wins. <laughs> I, 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 I would yep. have to. <laughs> yes. No, no Did you hear what you just said? <laughs> and how that came out? 
What? <laughs> yes, I know that. Listeners, if you heard that, <laughs> let us know on the on the Facebook page or tweet us. Yes, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to edit myself. That was the point. That's why I just talked about it. No, but it's something hilarious when she came out. Because it's being the same exact thing. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so, so. Yep, go on. Uh, so, with that, let's, um, let's jump into Raw, which actually featured a number of returns. Okay, uh, and, uh, yes, and Money at Raw came to us from the M. No, from, sorry. Yeah, from the Emway Center in Orlando, Florida, I believe. Is that right? Yes, yes indeed. All right, take it away, Ben. So, we, we had the show kick off with a brawl between uh, Bobby Lashley and, and Seth Rollins. Okay, uh, we, we, was it just me or was that segment, like, really long? I'm yeah, that statement was really long, and then it, it kind of continued throughout uh, John Cena's return promo, which I which I found was interesting. Yeah, because it, it, start, it started in the back area. They went all the way up to, up to the top of the ramp, and then I was like, I'm like, okay. And then we, they introduced John Cena. <laughs> Yes, and, and, and his haircut is just uh, oh, quite interesting. I'm going to send you a funny meme. Uh, oh, I'm going to send you a funny meme off air. It's, it's going to be hilarious. I found it earlier. Is it, is it the earnest one? The what? The yeah, yeah, oh, one. yes. Oh, you saw it. Okay, okay. Yes, I've, I've seen, I've seen <laughs> that one. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's, that's quite hilarious. So, anywho, mm-hmm. uh, John Cena and his esteemed haircut that makes him look 60 rather than 42. Well, almost 42. Um, teamed up with uh, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins mm-hmm. to take on the aforementioned Bobby Lashley, uh, Dean Ambrose, and Drew McIntyre. And Elio, I have to tell you, you were you were asking me if I was having bad dreams about Bobby Lashley when I was sick. The answer is no, but I was having bad dreams about Bobby Lashley after this thing. Oh no! Uh, what I, what? What happened? Well, his his attire, you know, it makes him look like a freaking you know. Dominatrix looking <laughs> Did he do his butt flex? Well, I, I, I don't think he did the, the ass flex. Don't it, do that. <laughs> I'm, keeping it, I'm keeping it PG for Periscope. That's why I said butt. For, of, course, of course, my co-host has to be the rebel. Well, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying. 
Oh, it's okay. Go on. <laughs> but anywho, um, yeah, so that match was quite long, actually. I, uh, I noticed it was 21 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, and for a six-minute tag, I, I find that quite interesting. But it, it ended um, with uh, Finn Balor and, and company getting, getting the win. But the most interesting part of that was af- after when uh, Drew McIntyre came out to uh, confront Cena, pretty much saying that he was the next guy in line to uh, you know, <laughs> kick Cena's ass. I'd like to see that, Drew McIntyre versus John Cena. Yes, I, 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 I would too. I think that's <coughs> going to be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, da 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 and, and the uh, drama continues. You know, it, but the, the, other, the other thing, too, about, um, about Drew McIntyre is, um, the more and more that he's prominently featured, the more and more controversy I, I see him, uh, stirring up on, online, because some people, like you and me, uh, see dollar signs all over him. Right. Uh, and other people, uh, such as a few of our co-workers, they just, they just don't get why um, Drew McIntyre is such a big deal right now. Um, well, maybe this is the this is maybe this is the push that he was uh, supposed to get uh, when he first uh, showed up in WWE when he was uh, labeled the quote chosen one. Yes, and I, I think I think that is the case. I think we're dealing with a um, more mature um, person mm-hmm. uh, behind behind the scenes, and I think that this is that push. Yeah. So, but me, for one, I would be interested in seeing uh, John Cena versus um, or John Cena versus Drew McIntyre at some point. Mm-hmm. And then we had the most talked about tag team of, of 2018 on this podcast, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable uh, defeating uh, The Revival uh, in the second match of the night, which was a lumberjack tag team match for the, the championship. Uh, and... and was it was it just me or were you confused as to why in the world this was a lumberjack match? Yeah, I was trying to figure out. I, I was trying to figure out because I tuned in late. I had it on somewhat, but it was just in the background. But I had uh, heard uh, the word lumberjack, and I was trying to figure out why they're having a lumberjack match on Raw. You know, it's just. Like, the Lumberjacks weren't even attacking anyone when they were out of the ring, so it was just kind of weird. Do you, do you, think, the Lumberjack, like, do you think the Lumberjack match is, like, kind of like a tired, uh, a tired uh, match? Well, yes, and it's especially, um, especially in the PG era. Yeah. It just kind of loses I mean, its... It just feel it feels out of place on any anywhere on the car on the lineup. Yes, it absolutely does, and I, I think 
I think that is a side effect of the PG era. But uh, what, what are they doing with the revival? Why don't they like give these guys a chance? You know, I I don't I don't get it. You know, it, it's like we discussed on our on our last podcast. There there are just certain tag teams that why aren't you pushing them to the moon? Uh, you know, and the two tag teams that we were arguing for. Um, were the revival and of course uh, Gallows and Anderson. Oh, they 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 ruined Gallows and Anderson. That that's still like um. I don't even know where to begin with them. But the revival, they they were they were doing so good. They were the NXT tag team cha- champions, and then they come up to the roster and like where they put them. Well, I mean, look what happened with Yarza's pain. Uh, even what? AOP. Look what happened with the bald villains. It seems like every um, tag team that comes up from NXT um, just gets absolutely uh, destroyed. Mm-hmm. Now, I was actually before you go on. I was uh, I was um, updating the Facebook page because um, I started posting results from the live events on the, on the right. Facebook page and looking at the at the results for each show like. When they were in Tallahassee, when they were in uh, Greensboro, whatever, AOP lost every on every uh, live event that I have up there so far. Yeah, well, that I would love to say that that surprises me, but it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. No, that's just, that, that's just uh, following up on what you said. Look at where AOP are. Yeah, and and it's, speaking of of NXT call ups. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to, to the next match, you know, th- throughout the night they've been, uh, they were hyping impending um, call-ups of, of you know, Lacey Evans, yep. uh, Heavy Machinery, um, uh, Laura Sullivan, and EC3. And one of the n- news items that I saw on the website today. Um, was the fact that Laura Sullivan's push may be getting delayed because uh, he's been having anxiety attacks. Did Dave Meltzer post that comment, um, report that? Uh, yeah, WN. No, I know, I know, but I'm saying, is that coming from Dave Meltzer, that, I, that news item? Because I, I, I read that. Oh, uh, on on the website. Let me let me look let me look that up. Uh, as, as yeah, because I read that on the website and I I read his name in there. Uh, it's it very well it very well made, but I, I, I just Dave Meltzer is so full of crap. I'm sorry. Like his news his uh, news and uh, is not news. His news is rumors and speculations. Yeah, it, it actually it did come from uh, from Dave Meltzer. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. I just no, he, he, he It's not news. His news is rumors and speculations. That's all. Even even uh, the fans of our that read read our website say the same thing. They hate. They can't stand Meltzer. Oh yeah, I mean, and I I have taken heat so many times. On my um, on my post 
because I I I'm asked to report that a lot. Um, you know, and, and you know what people have to understand about you know what we do specifically is that there are only so many sources for, for news. So you know, Meltzer being one of the biggest ones, and you know, Wrestling Observer in general being you know one of the biggest ones out there. Like we have to. Well, if we're asked, you know, we have to post it. Offline, I'm going to show you uh, what I got set up with um, from Ben uh, this past weekend, I believe it was. He set me up uh, with, uh, because he's got me posting items as well sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll show you that offline. I'll show you how what uh, he sent me. Oh, very good. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, um. Okay, so speaking of the new call-ups, oh no, you were ta you were uh, mentioning the NXT call-ups. Right. Okay. And, um, uh, my question to you is: Do you think Heavy Machinery is really ready for the main roster? No. <laughs> I don't. Why would they? Why would they call them up of all the teams in NXT? I I have no I have no idea. Um. You know, it's, it's nothing against the tag team. I, I think that they're um, no. pretty good, but it, it just seems that they're like too new. No, they're they're not they're not ready. Um, well, Lacey Evans. Okay, I can see Lacey Evans because I've seen, she's been here for a while. Well, not a while, but like she she debuted in the last year's May Young Classic, right? No, two two years ago. Yeah, she she she's been around for a while. Yeah, so I can see her. EC3, I can see. But heavy machinery is... It's surprising. Yeah. Yeah, that was a surprising bit. Lars Sullivan, uh, what do you think about him? Um, well... I mean, you know, I, I, think, it, I think it's because of the look and the persona. I mean, this... I mean, I haven't seen a guy with this look, I mean, since, you know, since Kane first showed up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, the, the, the guy is just a, a freak of nature. I mean, he's, he's more, like, of an in-shape 350, 380 than, than Braun Strowman is by a long shot. I, I mean, I mean, the guy looks like he was etched out of Freaking granite, for, for God's sake. Um, but in, in terms of his like in-ring ability, I just haven't seen enough to yeah. uh, to form an, an opinion. Yeah. Um, but but from what I've from what I've seen, um, other than the like freakish, like nobody can hurt me with anything. I just haven't seen uh, enough to like warrant a call up. Yeah, and uh, Nikki Cross, we've seen her on SmackDown already, so she's clearly ready for for the main roster. Oh, I, I'm I'm so excited for her. Ben, what are you gonna do now? I mean, Becky Lynch and the Nikki Cross. Uh, it's, it's a conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> 
that, that, I, that I will happily tackle with every bit of my wrestling fandom. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, get into this uh, next uh, match on the card here. Okay, Doki. So, um, let me just back up because I, I was uh, on uh, WNS. There we, there we are. Um, so, after uh, the tag team match, we had... Look at my face. Before you say it, look at my face. <laughs> yes, yes. Can, can we get the inaugural one for the year, please? Now look! <laughs> yes! 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 I just, I just pulled an old Daniel Bryan gimmick. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, see what you did there. An old Daniel Bryan as opposed to the new Daniel Bryan. Exactly. See, I, I am intelligent. Uh, and I'm a perceptive wrestling fan. Um, we had Baron Corbin defeat Elias. Now, just in this result, I wanted to punch my screen. Oh, no. So hard. I, I wanted to... I just wanted to break my TV with a brick. Um, not to mention that that match only, only got like 9 minutes and 25 seconds. Why? Um, it just, uh, I, don't, I don't know what, I mean, you know, Vinnie, Vinnie Mac uh, sees something in him. And, and I, you know, I, I do too, but it's, it, to me, this is more annoying than Roman Reigns' push. Mm-hmm. I mean, by a long shot. I just, you know, just being stuffed down on his throats. They're giving this guy so much TV time. So much camera time. I don't get it. Like, and, and personally, I don't think his in-ring in work is that good. Now, he, like, he does a good job with the character, but from an in-ring perspective... I don't see it. I like his lone wolf uh, gimmick way better, though. Well, yes, so, and so did I. Um, and, then, and then we had um, Apollo Crews and Ember Moon defeating Alicia Fox and Jinder Mahal in, in the earth-shattering time of one minute. Oh my, oh my goodness! What? It was cataclysmic. What? I, I don't, I don't understand it. Oh. But you know, there, there, you know, I see a lot of potential in Apollo Crews, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm glad that he got a push. Or seems to be getting one. Lately, you know, he had eight eliminations in the Fresh Sharp Battle Royal a few weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Um, and he also he also was featured in an Intercontinental Championship match against Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. That being that being said, why in the hell would you have him in a, in a match that lasted a minute forty seven seconds, whether he got the win or not? No sense to me. Why? Why they have to? Why? Why they have to rush this match? They got some place to be. Uh, apparently they were late for catering. I, I, I no idea. But anywho, um, then we had Sasha Banks 
defeat uh, Nia Jax in 14 minutes and 11 seconds. Okay. And I, for one, was ecstatic. Yes. I I um, was jumping up and down like a, like a you know, six-year-old who just got the keys to the candy shop. I am not a fan of Nia Jax. I don't like Nia Jax. And it just, you know, she, she can't move, you know, and it's just, you know, it, it has nothing to do with the weight. It's just, she's not... No, it's just she's not good, like, in the ring. She's terrible. She's not terrib- athletic. Yep. She's just, she's not. Like, I'm not, I'm not knocking her. I think her message is very cool. You know, the... The positivity, the, you know, yep. the body awareness, I, I get all that, and, and I'm, I'm not knocking that at all, I actually, I actually applaud the person behind the character for doing that. But also, uh, also what about this a new tweet that uh, she sent out about a picture or something of all the women, and uh, she was left out of it? Oh, I, I didn't see that. See? The, the thing is, despite the fact that I'm a, that I'm a wrestling columnist and therefore now since I've gotten on this on this thing, I have a I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. See, I, Twitter was actually the first social media site that I got on. Oh, okay. I was a, I, I was a very late bloomer with the social media stuff. I didn't I didn't have. Facebook until 2013. Wow. I, had twi- I had Twitter in, in 2011. Okay. Largely because it's just, I, did, I didn't care for the whole social media you know, phenomenon. Yeah, I tried to stay away from it uh, for a long time too. So, so anyway, I had um, Twitter for six years and then I got off of it in 2017. And it lasted for 10 months. And I got back on it largely because I got hired with WNS. Well, and that, it is... Well, that, 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 that's, why I, that's why I uh, that's why I got on Facebook. Well, yeah. it began with my brother when he moved to Mexico. But then uh, this came along. So, uh, so I'm not, I'm not a real big fan of, of social media in general, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, I've, t- I've taken a lot of interesting questions um, based off of that. I mean, going like all the way back to, you know, high school and college days, like you know, they're like, how could you be in this generation and not, you know, and the answer is quite frankly, I don't care. Yeah. And the reason I. And the reason why I don't care is for situations like this, where you where you have a, a picture, and then all of a sudden somebody can say something, and then it just becomes a shit show. Yep. I um I have no patience or time for that. I'm I'm only thirty, but I'm I'm already too old for that bullshit. <laughs> um. So I, I I don't know. But back to the, Back to the whole wrestling thing, from a wrestling perspective, I was so happy to see Sasha Banks get a win. I could have cried. Me too. I, I mean, I was, I was just, I was like, yay, Bongo Monkey 
laughs> you know what? I could actually see you in that in that uh, as that character with the clapping with the symbols. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on this lot, the main event, I did see this one. So I did see this okay. match. So let me. Uh, so I'll let you take that one since since you saw that. This, okay. Not, not so um, this I believe would be the second time uh, tonight that uh, Dean Ambrose has worked because he was in the opening match and he was in the main event. Right. So he defended the Intercontinental Championship against Seth Rollins in a Falls Count Anywhere match that lasted 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Now this match uh, started on the ring and they quickly spilled to the back area. And I swear they they were all over the place in back there in the back in the backstage area using ladders and all that equipment. Oh yeah. So um, this one I was uh, I was fine with this match. It was it was uh, just it was there. That's all I can really say. It was there. Yeah, it's it's you know some some sometimes sometimes it's really good in those situations. Well, once again, just like the lumberjack matches, I feel like you know in the PG era, some of the some of these matches just lose their. Uh, Lose their edge, so to speak. Like, see, another one, um, False Count Anywhere. That's another match that really doesn't have a place on the card. Like, the, the Sasha Banks and Charlotte one that they had on Raw for the Raw Women's Champion. That was fine, but, like... Yeah. You can't, you can't like, do, like... Yeah, once in a while it's okay, but... When you keep doing it, yeah. But it's like, when you do it, it has to have meaning. Yeah. You can't just throw a match out there just like that. Like, that Lumberjack match, to me, it seemed like that was just thrown in there out of nowhere. Right. So, so, um, you want to move on to the SmackDown review? Yep. Um, let me pull that up right now. The cr- the crack the crack that you're gonna hear later on uh, when you edit this that was me opening a Mountain Dew. Oh okay. So here we go, SmackDown Live. Oh wait, we um forgot one thing before we go on with SmackDown Live. There was one segment on Raw, and I believe it was uh, Alexa Bliss's new talk show. Uh, Which led into the Sasha Banks and Nia Jax match. Yeah, and, and what did you what, and what did you think of that? I I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't like really pay close attention to it, but from what I did see, it was just another way of setting up the next match. I mean, and then of course you have, of course you have the colorful language in there, which I don't know how they got away with that in this. PG era that they're in. What? Why? Because they said bitch. 
Yes. Okay. Well, it's it's I I keep learning more and more about you because you consider bits to be colorful language, and me that's just like an everyday word. I <laughs> no, I was keeping it uh, damn for like for the on the periscope. But, but, okay, okay, but, you know, okay, so that's why you say colorful language. Otherwise, pfft, I don't care, it's like an everyday word. <laughs> you, you, you know, I was, I was looking at that, and, it, um, on, on, on Periscope, and I, I think they do have a setting for colorful language things. I know Anchor does. Um. Oh yeah, when I went, yeah, when people uh, comment or whatever, they, or they post something really bad, uh, you can actually moderate it. It's like uh, it's like it's like a moderator. Well, I think um, I, I think largely we've we've stayed away from the, the bull crappery. <laughs> there you go. There's there's an edit for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying because it's like I, I I haven't been like on a Periscope in a while, like so I don't know like the new updates and what they're doing with this. Yeah, well, I just outside of of this show and stuff like that, I just I stay off of it because yeah. it's just I'm not like I said I'm not interested in social media. Um, but um. You know, the, the, the thing about that segment was it, was, it was pretty much an interview segment between her and, and Rousey, and, uh, you know, it's, it, it, just, it, just, it just is what it is. It's, it's nothing against, um, you know, either of those ladies, it's just every single time that Alexa Bliss has one of those... She's very, she's very good, but every time you like, she has like the, like a "This Is Your Life" or like an interview segment. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it turns really bad. Yeah. And I I think that this was one of those um, situations. But once again, I don't think that has anything to do with um, Alexa Bliss. So you think so 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 do you think that this is just one moment of bliss or or that or will it be back next week? Oh God, I I uh, uh, certainly hope not. Um, that would that be my vote. Fans, we had our I believe we've had our one moment of bliss this past Monday night. It, well, one can only pray. <laughs> Okay. Once once again, Elio, I see that you have uh, religious iconography behind you on the wall. (laughs) uh, Can we we turn our attention to to that and just say a prayer to the Lord? All right, sure. (laughs) Let us pray. (laughs) That that, that was the end of it. Okay, so on to SmackDown. <laughs> so, uh, uh, 
our listeners probably think that we're weird as hell, but you know, you gotta add some color to the to the proceeding, ladies and gentlemen. But see, and I'll 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 tell, tell you a story off air about uh, what you just said now. I'll tell you a story about what happened uh, a while back. Okay, very good. Okay, so, SmackDown this week came to us from the Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. Coincidentally, this was uh, the same location. Jacksonville, Florida was the same location for the uh, all-in double or nothing rally. But uh, we will get into that uh, later on in the show. So, in the opening match, we had... It was a dark match with Heavy Machinery defeating Epico and Primo. Now, this was, I believe, the off-screen debut of Heavy Machinery on the main roster. Yes, it was. And, uh, as I said earlier, I don't get it why these guys have been called up. I don't really think they're ready. They're still new. And I think they should have uh, stayed in NXT a little longer. I agree. In the opening match, we had Daniel Bryan, the WWE Champion, defeating R-Truth in 4 minutes and 11 seconds. Despite the fact that um, R-Truth came in beforehand and started, you know, yeah, our 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 truth was uh, our truth was like killing Brian. Uh, yeah. From the so, at the beginning of the match, like threw him into the stairs and like I never seen our truth do that, aside from when he was so, feuding with um John Morrison. Yes. Yeah. It, it was kind of a it was kind of a throwback to his Tay Quick gimmick. Mm-hmm. Or uh, or the Ron killing. You know, he used his real name in what used to be TNA. Yep. My shameless plug, Impact Wrestling on Pursuit TV tonight at 10 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) What a shameless plug. It's one minute away. What a shameless plug. But but having having said that, uh, please don't uh, divert your attention from our podcast. In the second match, we had a, the tag team of Andrade Cien Almas and Samoa Joe defeating Mustafa Ali and Rey Mysterio in 11 minutes and 44 seconds. Now, again, I already said this. I like Mustafa Ali. I can see this guy. Um, uh, I can see them really doing something with this guy. Yeah, so, so can I. Yep. Next, we had... Um, no, this wasn't a tag team title match, I don't believe, but we had The Bar taking on the Usos for the 100th time. Ben? No, 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 look. Again, how many times are we going to see these matches with the same teams? Well, oh. I, 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 I think, here's my theory, because I was, I was really thinking about this. Um, I think Jimmy and Jay are one of the best tag teams that I've ever seen, period. Yes. Just straight up fantastic. Yes. And, um, I think, I think they've been further cemented 
since their heel turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, because their work there has been equally, equally as, as great. Yep. Um, so I think that they are cementing their legacy there, um, both in and out of the ring. Um, but here, here's the thing. When you have the same matches going consistently, and yet you won't push new talent in the tag team division, such as, you know, um, the Revival or mm-hmm. um, Gallows and Anderson or, you know, uh, Primo and Epico. Um, you know, you're going to have these these John Cena, Randy Orton, um, you know, Usos versus the Bar scenarios where it's just over and over and over and over again, which which I find confusing, um, particularly considering uh, Vince McMahon's dislike of the tag team division. Um, I don't understand yet, that. I don't get that. Why? Why? Why do you not like tag teams? I don't understand. Yeah, for for me, tag team wrestling is some of the more compelling um, opportunities for uh, storytelling. Um, that notwithstanding, I I couldn't really um, begin to guess why Vince doesn't like it. Um, perhaps because it takes attention away from like his daughter's promos. I, I don't know. Um, not not that I have a problem with with Stephanie McMahon's promos, but they just they get a little old from time to time. Yeah. Um, but anywho, um, so the the next match after that was oh yes time for me. Um, we're we're gonna we're, as soon as I find out, Michael Wolves is gonna be in heaven. Becky Lynch defeated Carmella and Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match to determine who will face Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship at the Royal Rumble. Ben, I'm gonna let you have this one. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a a late holiday gift for me. Um, So, anywho, um, Becky Lynch defeated Carmella and... um, Charlotte Flair, and she's going to uh, move on to face Asuka. Now, as Elio alluded to, and as you could tell from my very, very excitable outburst, um, this made my evening, this made my day, this, whatever you want to say, um, I'm very excited for this. Um, and especially with it being on the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Now, um, um, obviously, uh, Elio and I will have um, our Royal Rumble um, predictions as the uh, event draws a little closer. Yes. Um, but, um, but, but without getting into that, um, I do want to say that the Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view of the year, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's where we have the 
the really cool stuff that starts to happen. You know, if you, if you look back, if you, um, sorry, if, if you look back at the history of, of the Royal Rumble, we've had uh, some of the coolest things happen there. And I, yeah. I think with B- Becky Lynch and Asuka, um, this could be the case. And before we, go, before we go off the air, I'm going to tell you uh, something I was thinking about uh, that has to do with the Royal Rumble. Uh, very, very good. So, uh, getting, get, getting back to the actual um, match, mm-hmm. I, um, I was very impressed with this because originally when I heard that Carmella going to be in it, I was like, uh, because, not, not because of any, uh, dislike toward her, but, you know, I think when you have Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, it's just, you know, how is another element going to fit in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought that they were, that she was going to get overshadowed by the other two, um, people in there. Right. Um, but to her, to her credit, um, did a fantastic job uh, breaking away from the uh, comedic character she's been playing with our truth and she, I mean she really bought it so I was um, I was quite impressed with that as well there's one thing that um, uh, sorry there's one thing that bothered me about Becky Lynch this is not this has nothing to do with uh, the Smackdown match but um the one thing I didn't like yeah, so when she had that black uh, makeup or paint or whatever around her eyes, I think guys, the first time she I saw it was at SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean it was it was just kind of a Ronda Rousey type move. Yeah, don't do that. Even Ronda Rousey, even Ronda Rousey doesn't look good. Uh, it's like I was trying to figure out like why do you have that? You're not Finn Balor. But it, just in general, I don't think that works. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. Um, I, yeah, we're in agreement right there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I am, with the end result of this match being what it is, I am, uh, damn near just about to fall out of my chair with happiness. Well, I'll fall out of your chair. I uh, I'm gonna have to carry this show, this uh, show alone after if you fall out of your chair. Yes, and, and, and for those of you that, that uh, may not be aware, when when I say chair, I mean wheelchair, and that would not be good. Uh, I kind of I kind of need this, um, but anyway. So uh, moving on to to the main event, we had. Um, another star pulling double duty, um, and that was uh, AJ Styles or uh, AJ Styles uh, defeating Daniel Bryan uh, via uh, disqualification. DQ. Yep. Or, uh, no. Yeah, DQ by DQ. Oh no, that was that was a no no that was a dark match though. That was a yeah, that was a dark match. Right there. Oh, well, yeah, well it, it doesn't... Why, why does that not say dark match? Yeah, I know. It says... If you, if you look under match type, it'll say dark. That's <laughs> weird. I, I still don't see that, but... Because um, I, I saw it with the other... Uh, 
with the other one up top. Yeah, so the main event was uh, Becky Lynch defeating Charlotte Flair and Oscar. So that's our review of uh, SmackDown from Jacksonville, Florida. My bad. That was somewhat awkward, but my bad. Perhaps I overexcited myself. Oh, oh, you, you saw it? Um, I, 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 oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. So that's our uh, SmackDown review from. That's our review of SmackDown from Jacksonville, Florida. And Ben, I believe, um, did you watch NXT this week? I saw highlights of it, yeah. Highlights, okay. Uh, should we uh, take a small break and uh, we can get that, or do you want to skip that? No, I, I actually, I, I'm actually going to skip that this week because I, w- I want to get into the uh, AEW uh, happening some of Okay, so uh, we'll take a small break and uh, we'll come back with uh, our AEW discussion. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Um, we are going to discuss a little All Elite Wrestling, or AEW, which is, of course, the newest... Uh, promotion that is that has been started up by the elite made up of Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Now, uh, Ben, you wanted to talk about all the wrestling. Uh, what do you want to talk about all of AEW? Well, I, um, so I've been, I've been hearing uh, reports online various opinions uh, things on um, the WNS postings from fans wondering if it's going to be the next uh, big thing or the next, um, like, WCW or Flash in the Bank kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to get your initial thoughts on AEW and some of its signings and, and what you think is. Well, okay, so AEW... Anytime there's a new promotion starting up is good news because it gives us an alternative to the WWE, which, as we know from past shows, has been part of the pun crap. <laughs> but, um, AEW, okay, so actually, the surprising um, signing was Chris Jericho, which I'm surprised he didn't, he didn't, that he wouldn't sign, because uh, Chris Jericho is uh, a big name over in NJPW, and of course, um, they are trying to land Kenny Omega. Yeah. Now, um, AEW, with the, the roster they have, the roster is made up of really close friends, but is it enough for, for it to be a successful promotion? with the small roster they already have right now. Um, Because they're also also talking about uh, TV TV deals. Well, yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what, if they... That's what I'm waiting for. If they can get the TV deal. Um, You know, I'm not not ready to uh, throw it in the the bag with uh, WCW yet, or like 
Because a lot of a lot of people that I'm seeing are like, oh great, you know, they're the ones with creative control, and they're gonna and they're gonna like put themselves doing championships and that stuff. You got you all over. Right. See, that's what I'm worried um, about. Um, which which is right, but I I would hope that um that Cody Rhodes and and company uh would have the sense to. Uh, not do that. Um, because of their experience in the business, um, and uh, some of the things that I've heard Tedrod say, um, I would hope that that wouldn't be the case. And I'm, I'm kind of uh, I'm trusting that it won't be. Um, but it's too early on uh, to make a call. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the but the thing is, I think the thing that TV deals already. You haven't, you haven't even now uh, like uh, gotten a solid product off the ground yet. Yeah, and like they're already announcing, um, you know, merch and signings and shit like that. And um, apparently, the one name they were going after was Goldberg. Well, I heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, Where did that come from? Where did that name come from? Goldberg. Why would he want Goldberg? Well, and, and apparently, um, if, uh, if WN and other sources are correct, um, Tony Khan, the, one, of the, uh, one of the financial backers, said that um, they have had conversations uh, with Bill, nothing has been signed, but that he would be very interested in signing him. So there are there are encouraging things about the AEW um, possibility, mm-hmm. and there are very concerning things. Yeah, because I think I think competition in um, the professional wrestling uh, industry is a good thing, and we haven't had that. In a very long time, uh, you know, in, in you know twenty years. Right. Um, so I think I think that could be a good thing. But the thing is, you know, are they going to turn into another WCW or even worse, another Impact Wrestling? I hope not. Because that's not something that we need. But you know, um, overall, I am uh, I am an optimist. 
when it comes to um, pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I want any professional wrestling product to succeed. Um, yep. So I'm not one of those that are willing to jump on the on the bandwagon or um, poo poo them yet uh, because we hadn't we haven't seen anything. Right. Um, Right, like like, the fact, like what I said, um, they haven't even gotten any pro any product off the ground yet, and they're already talking TV deals. So, ew, that's not good. Yeah, get 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 a solid product started. Um, hold a few live events maybe, and then as uh, then you can focus on TV deals and trying to get TV deals. See how many yeah. uh, see how many fans you pull in at live events. Well, I mean, and I, I think what they're doing is they're kind of betting on the fact that they pulled 10000 for All In. That's one pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm a little bit... Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit dubious, but I'm, I'm hopeful that it'll work out. Uh, speaking of Impact, uh, did you uh, catch Homecoming? Uh, no, I did not, because I, I, I've never purchased an Impact Wrestling uh, pay-per-view. Okay, it's, uh, I believe, I think it's still up on uh, that site that where you, where uh, you saw Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, so I, I'll take a look. But um, uh, uh, the reason I say that is because that crowd was pretty, in, pretty, uh, in, it was like kind of really into that show. Like, yeah, especially, uh, the first match was the X Division Championship match, uh, the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, X, Ultimate X. And, yes. uh, the crowd was chanting Impact Wrestling. Um, well, that, that's encouraging. Like the the crowd was like like lit. I mean, I of course they were back at the at the the asylum in Nashville, Tennessee, but that crowd was pretty lively down over there. So you you might want to check it out and uh pay pay attention to the crowd and uh, see uh, like notice uh where, uh how they are how they react. Yeah. So um, how was the um, how was the show overall? Show was uh it was not bad it was uh it was pretty good like uh, because I had to cover it but I I thought it was a uh, pretty good it's not it's not uh, it wasn't a show where I would have I would have fallen asleep throughout through it throughout the two hours or three hours so it was pretty good well, that's good the, it moved it moved along smoothly like the Ultimate X was cool uh, Rich Swan uh, is your new Ultimate X champion. Oh, cool. Yep. I like him. Um, the only thing I really... T uh, Rosemary made her return to uh, Impact. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I read your coverage. Yep. So I know, I know what happened. I just didn't... Of course, I was, I was running into uh, issues like with the stream going down and, and like acting up. So it was like getting frustrating. I'm like, I really need to get so some of it. I had to go elsewhere to like update it. Yeah. Yep. And you know, remind me to 
to ask you something when we get off the air. Okay. Um, and uh, actually, speaking of that, we do have a pay-per-view coming up tomorrow afternoon, which is uh, pretty odd because afternoon for us is uh, evening over in uh, London, England, or Blackpool, England. Yeah. So we, we have NXT TakeOver Blackpool, which takes which will air on the WWE Network at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> to be, I had to, I had, I had to cover one of those takeovers uh, from uh, London when it was on at eight p.m., which was three p.m. my time. Oh yeah, <laughs> that had to be interesting. So should we uh, run down this uh, card for tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Okay, so tomorrow we have NXT UK takeover Blackpool from. The Empress Ballroom in Blackpool, Lancashire, England, on January 12, 2019, and here we go with that card. We have NXT UK Women's Champion Rhea Ripley taking on Tony Storm. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she's I still have to see her like matches, but uh, she's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to go with Rhea Ripley. Then we have Mustache Mountain taking on Zach Gibson and James Drake in a tag team match for the inaugural U NXT UK Tag Team Championships. Well, now I, I have I haven't seen Joe Gibson and the other guy. Um, James Drake, okay, um, the best that I can describe him, if I'm correct, uh, if I have the right guy, best I can describe him is Chris Jericho 1999. Remember when he made his debut on Raw? Oh, yeah. He had the long hair and he had, like, silver jacket and the uh, black tights. Uh-huh. This is, uh, this is, um, James Drake. He's uh, somewhat like Chris Jericho from 1999. Okay. Oh, very cool. So, but uh, still, I have to see more from that. So, from the, for this one, I'm gonna go with Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, Mustache Mountain. Uh, yeah, I would have to say Mustache Mountain because uh, I've I've seen them more, and I I think yep. I think that they're worth a push. And then we have Dave Mastiff. Taking on Eddie Dennis in a no DQ match. Uh, this one, I can't really pick a winner here because I still have to see. Uh, like, this is like all brand new for me. For us, I guess. I'm assuming for yeah. you as well because you still have to see NXT UK itself. Yeah, but, and, and, but the, th- the thing is, like, that confuses me about this special is. If I'm not mistaken, you know, NXT UK has barely been on the air for, like, what, two months now? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, all, it's, it's still relatively new. So, the, um, the fact that they're having a takeover for them is just uh, kind of strange. I would have thought that uh, they would build it up. A little bit more. I mean, I, I I can't really pick a winner here because I don't 
I really, I still need to see more from these two, Dave Massive and Nadi Dennis, but it's a no DQ match, so I can't pick a winner there. Then we have Travis Banks versus Jordan Devlin. Again, another one I really can pick a clear winner. But, however, yeah, that, sorry, go on. You know, this, um, this whole uh, thing is, is new to me, so I'm kind of excited for the for the pay-per-view based on, um, or the special, I should say, based on what you told me about NXT UK, but I just, I haven't seen it yet, so I think it's going to make it new and uh, unique. However, uh, one match that I'm sure you know this guy, we have uh, we have the challenger Joe Coffey going in uh, facing Pete Dunne for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. And of course, I know who I'm taking for that one. I'm going with uh, Pete Dunne on that one. Yeah, well, Mr. 600, yes. Absolutely. Now, the, the one thing I like about Pete Dunne, I've never seen anyone hold a championship belt with their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, he's very unique. I mean... But he has that, like, ass-kicker look. Yeah. Which is unique, which is so critical. But how does he hold that belt with his teeth? I mean, I couldn't do that. Well, I can do it either. I mean, it's, you know, it's 10 pounds. He must have strong yeah. teeth. So, I don't know about all that, but, <laughs> I mean, not, not that I've ever commented on man's mouth before, but, you know. So, basically, that is our prediction, our rundown now, our prediction, if you, can, if you can call it that, for NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool. Uh, yeah, and once again, I think I think we'll be able to do a more um, uh, a more um, apt description and review uh, mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. After after we see now next week so. will, next week will be much easier uh, because we have NXT takeover. I believe it's uh, Phoenix. They're in Arizona, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we have the Royal Rumble on uh, the Sunday. Yeah, so it's so we have a big show uh, in uh, two weeks, I think. Right. Yeah, because that, all that stuff's like two weeks away. Yeah, because we're going to make our predictions yeah. for TakeOver and Rumble next week, and then uh, in two weeks, we're going to review everything. Yeah, so we got... Um, we got some big shows to kick off 2019. And I'm going to make a prediction uh, for the Rumble. What's that? Surprise entrant is going to be Kushida. Oh, I would love that. I'm going to go with Kushida as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, I really don't have any ideas in terms of... Can, can you make a sign with... Um, with all elite yet? I, you know what? I don't know. Some people are saying like he's gonna go with all elite. Some say he's gonna go with the WWE. Some say he's just out of wrestling altogether for for now. So I don't know who to listen to. Well, I haven't heard the out of wrestling altogether yet. 
No, well, like, not on, like, on wrestling. Like, he's going to step away from wrestling for a while. Uh, I haven't heard that. Where, do, where did you hear that from? Uh, I think they saw it on one article online. I forget what site it was. But if it's a Meltzer report, then it can't be true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, and we'll we'll discuss that more, you know, off the air. Yeah. I do have I do have some questions uh, for you, but uh, you know, the, the next couple the next couple weeks in uh, wrestling overall uh, should be very interesting because mm-hmm. you know we're starting we're starting WrestleMania season. Yep. And uh, you know, with all elite uh, rooting up, it would seem. Uh, should be a very interesting year. So, yep. um, you know, 2018 was a warm up for this podcast, but I think uh, 2019 is gonna be really big. Yes. Uh, so I would a- I would ask our, our listeners to hang in with us. You know, we've been doing it uh, for four months now. I think this is our twelfth recorded show, uh, not including the uh, two lost episodes. So I think we're we're getting uh, we're getting some traction here, but I think yes. uh, 2019 is going to be our year. If you go back and listen to the first episode, that was a, somewhat of a disaster, right? like recording wise. Like I I went back, I really I sounded terrible in there. Well, and I'm sure I did too. <laughs> so um, you know, hang out with us and. Uh, and we'll uh, and we'll get everything right for 2019, and uh, I'm excited for the year. Yes, sir. So uh, we say we uh, bring this to a close. Absolutely. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the first episode of the new year, 2019. It's gonna be a big year. PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast is going to do some big things. Uh, we're gonna we're getting even better than when we first uh, came on the air in our September of last year. So stay tuned for more. Uh, next week we have our preview and predictions for NXT Takeover Phoenix and the Royal Rumble, as well as a review of uh, tomorrow's NXT Takeover Blackpool and. Uh, Ben, you have any uh, last words? Uh, no, that, that was it for me. Okay, so fans, we will talk to you next week. I'm Elio Canella. He is... Ben Pierce. And we will talk to you all next week with results from all the pay-per-views. Take care, guys.